unexpected trouble, CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24-7. Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashNetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today. Are you good at guessing what people want? This year, stop guessing and give them what they want. From burgers to video games to ripped jeans. They pick their gift from some of their favorite brands with a choice gift card from giftcards.com. It's genius. Hello and welcome to Learn English Vocabulary. My name is Jack and I'm making this podcast for you to learn or revise English vocabulary. Yesterday, I published a podcast for B1 learners with ways of agreeing and disagreeing. Today, the focus is describing people and the language will be suitable for B2 or upper intermediate learners. I hope you find this podcast useful. If you do, please leave me a rating and a review as this will help other learners find these podcasts. This podcast is called Describing People Adjective Order and so I'm focusing on language you can use to describe the way a person looks. I'll use some phrases that will be familiar to you but I'll try to use some more advanced vocabulary. There's something weird about describing people. In fact, it's something we do whenever we use more than one adjective. We use adjectives in a specific order. There is a rule for this order, but it's not very easy to remember, so it's not a lot of help for you when you're learning English. I'm going to tell you the order now, but I don't think you should worry about it. Instead, all you need to do is remember the bits that we use to describe people and the order will start to feel natural to you. No native speakers know this list. I've been teaching for over 20 years and I had to look it up again. The order is opinion, size, age, shape, colour, origin, material, purpose. So, when you're describing people, you need to worry about your opinion, the person's size, age, shape, colour and origin. Let's start with your opinion. By this, we mean subjective qualities like stunning, beautiful, handsome, pretty, plain, ugly, hideous. Some adjectives are more commonly used to describe women. Some are for men and some are for both. For women, if you want to be positive, you can say, she's beautiful or she's stunning. There are some old-fashioned adjectives you might read like ravishing or divine, but you won't hear them much these days. We use glowing and radiant to describe that special beauty that you see in pregnant women. For men, you can say handsome. Men can be ruggedly handsome, 
which means they look a bit older but still strong and vital. The adjectives gorgeous and good-looking can be used for men and women. You can also use sexy to describe men and women, but that says a bit more about your feelings about the person you're describing than it does really describe their appearance. In American English, men and women are described as cute, meaning good-looking. But in British English, cute is used for things like little children and baby animals. We also use the adjective pretty to describe youthful beauty in children and young-looking adolescents. Some adults are pretty too. This means they have a youthful beauty. If you don't like the way someone looks, you can say they are ugly or, even worse, hideous. There are stronger adjectives too, like grotesque or repulsive, but these are used to describe monsters. So, first comes opinion. A beautiful woman. A handsome man. A pretty girl. Next comes size. When you're describing people, this really means height, so you'll know tall and short. You can also describe someone who is tall and thin as lanky. You can use tiny to describe women and men who are very short and petite to describe women who are short and slim. I don't think we'd normally use it to describe a man though. You can describe a small and slim man as slight. So that's opinion and size. A handsome tall man. A beautiful petite woman. So that's opinion and size. A handsome tall man. A beautiful petite woman. Next comes age. So you can say young, but this really depends on how old you are. My parents call everyone under 35 young. Middle-aged. This is from around 40 to 55. And... This adjective breaks the rules and acts as part of a compound noun to form middle-aged man, middle-aged woman a lot of the time. Mature, from 55 to 65, and anyone over 65 is old. People don't like being called old. People really don't like being called elderly, which means very old. In fact, people don't like being called most ages apart from young, so it's probably best to avoid all of these expressions unless you're trying to describe someone to a friend or the police. So, we've done opinion, size, age. I'll not use all of them at once. A tall, middle-aged man. A beautiful young woman. Next is shape. This is a little bit complicated because size and shape for people are closely related. However, if you say someone's fat, or really fat, obese, it definitely comes in this place. Similarly, skinny and thin fit in this order. Shapely and curvy are both used to describe women with larger breasts and bottom and also fit in this order. Men can be well-built meaning they look muscular. Men can also be stocky, which means they look strong and muscular, but a bit fat as well. 
Not like a bodybuilder, more like a house builder. Stocky is only used for men of average height and less. It's quite common to hear someone described as short and stocky. That's opinion, size, age and shape. A pretty young skinny girl. A ruggedly handsome, tall, well-built man. All we've got left is colour and origin. Skin colour is a complicated business because of racists. I'm going to do my best to describe the way I use language to talk about skin colour. You see, skin colour sometimes gets confused with origin and is not actually very useful as a description. White. We describe people with pale skin from Europe as white. We're not actually white, more a kind of dirty pink beige colour, but we say white. If a person is very pale, you can say pale-skinned. If a person is white but has spent too long in the sun, you can say they're tanned. When I was a kid, I would have described my tanned friends as brown, but these days I think that brown is used to describe people from South Asia and East Asia. This is getting confusing. My wife is from East Asia and I really don't know how to describe the colour of her skin. She is quite brown, especially if she's been in the sun, but the word is so mixed up with race. We use the term black to describe people whose ancestors were African, though most black people in the UK are descended from immigrants from the West Indies in the Caribbean, I think. OK, I'm ready to give up on this. You can say black for people of African or West Indian descent and white for people of European descent. If someone is really pale or really dark, you can say pale-skinned or dark-skinned. But if you're describing a black person, they need to be really dark-skinned or you just sound racist. So if you're not sure, it's best to avoid the topic. Okay, so that's opinion, size, age, shape, colour. A ruggedly handsome, tall, well-built young black man. Lastly, origin. This is less controversial, thank goodness. So you can use nationality, French, Japanese, or Northern, Southern, when you're in a country, or even continents, Asian, Latin American, South Asian, Eastern European. Here are some examples. A ruggedly handsome, tall, well-built young black Englishman. A pretty young French girl. An ugly, short, fat Eastern European man. A lanky German woman. A gorgeous, tall, slim, pale-skinned Latin American man. I do need to point out that there are exceptions to these rules. Generally, this is the order and it's worth thinking about, but there are two cliched descriptions that break these rules. They are tall, dark and handsome and short, fat and ugly. I think we always use and in these cliches, but I want you to be aware of them so you don't come across them and say, Jack, you said the order was opinion, size, age, shape, colour, origin. Normally, it is, but English is a tricky language. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a comment or a review, and don't forget that you can read the transcript for this podcast and complete some language activities on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk
Thanks for listening. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancer screen info. Dot com.